peace, everybody. Welcome to the Vital Hoops podcast. My name is Fernando Cardenas, aka International XB. I'm your host. Today, we have a special guest by the name of Tuti Gondega, a big time ball player. She's an international ball player, born and raised in Paris, France. Uh, parents from the motherland, grew up in the in the in the difficult areas of Paris. You know what I mean? She started playing at a young age due to her sisters mainly, who also are involved in the game of basketball. And she, um, you know, she was the champion from the beginning. You know, she won titles as a youth, ended up playing for a French national team as a, as a youth, under 20, under 18. You know what I mean? Ended up going professional, playing EuroLeague, first and second division here in France. and. Uh, national team for, for for Mali so we're talking about a big time player got the bronze medal for the Africa Cup in 2017 got the bronze again in 2019 and the end of her international career was 2022 in the world championship in Australia she's still a professional and she's giving back to her people now with an organization that she has uh, back in Mali and uh, she got a lot going on, but she's, you know, an amazing ball player and an amazing person as well. When you say ball is life, you think about her. So check it out. Tuti, welcome to the Vital Hoops podcast. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. And you? I'm doing great. It's good to have you. It's good to have you on the show. You know, um, it's hard for me to find people that love the game of basketball as much as I do. So I know I know you're up there with me. So So that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> all right so listen you um i know your father's from mali right your yes. mother's from senegal and you grew you grew up in um you grew up in um in paris in france yeah. so talk mm -hmm. to me about how how did you fall in love with the game of basketball how did it all start talk to me a little bit about that so i started to play basketball because of my sister they are jana gondega Mm -hmm. And I grew up like this. Uh, I started to play basketball in Paris, mm -hmm. in my neighborhood, first of all, and then at middle school. And after that, I played pro in different clubs. But I started I start playing basketball when I was 12. Okay. And do you remember how it started? Like, did you just see other people playing? Oh, your sister put the ball in your hands. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost. She started. Okay. And then uh, my coach from Paris Mm -hmm. uh, my family he watched me when I was uh, at school like elementary school first before yeah. the middle school yeah. so you know they, they they watch you and they, they they call your family to say I want to I want to teach at middle school because she has the level to play basketball mm -hmm. like something like that mm -hmm. and my sister play already basketball so it was easy for us so and she told me to she told me and to my parents let her go. She she can she can play basketball. So it was like that. Nice, nice, nice. So listen for those for the listeners who don't know, man. Tutti over here. She got some game. She got some serious game. I remember the first time the first time I saw you play, man. I think it was like it was maybe like ten years ago. I think I think it was at Cartier West. You know. Yes. For those mm -hmm. of you who for those of you who don't know, for the listeners, Cartier West is like one of the biggest uh, street ball tournaments, summer summer basketball tournaments in France. So I think it was after we had just had a game, my team, and then, you know, it's both women play, 
men play, women play, okay. right? So, so we went to go watch your game, right? So I was sitting down. I didn't know who you were at the time. And one of my boys was like, yo, look at, check her out, man. She's a killer. So you got the ball. You were bringing the ball up the court, I remember, right? And you, you just... Yeah. You just bye 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 just crossed this girl <laughs> over a couple of times, went all the way and finished. I was like, oh man, she's serious with it. So you know what I mean? That's how I that's how I knew that you were serious. And I've been kind of following your game since. But you know, a lot of us started playing street ball, you know, and um you had a big professional career, you know. But I know mm -hmm. some pros don't play street ball, you know, some pros don't play street ball. I mean, some of them have it even in their contract that they can't play, some don't mm -hmm. play because they're scared to to get hurt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, various reasons. But why is it that you do? Because I know up to this point, you still do. You you, you, you know what I mean? You be in these tournaments, you be out there. So yeah. why do you play street ball? Is it the love of the game? What is it like that brings it's you like, up? It's simple. I love I love playing basketball because before I play in the club, yeah, or as a professional basketball player, yeah. I start like, I started with my friends mm -hmm. on the playground. Yeah, first yeah, of yeah, no doubt. And I follow the, you know, my my sister's steps too because Jana, mm -hmm. she was on the, the on the on the playground too. Mm -hmm. So and I don't like the 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 only pump. How can I say that? I mean, when I play on the playground, mm -hmm. uh, I like to play against boys. Okay. So I challenge myself and with my 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 teammates, my my girls. We like to play hard. So yeah, yeah. you know, as a player today. The playground and the street ball complete me has a ball baller. As you know, ball, yeah, you know no what I'm doubt. I understand so, what you're saying. I mean, it was like normal. It's, it's something special for me. Yeah. And I'm the player. I, I am the player. Je suis là juste que je suis aujourd'hui grâce à ça. Ah, I'm, I'm the player that I am today, you know, thanks to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thanks to playing, you, you know, street ball and, and everything. That's what you mean, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand, man. Listen, I'm the same way. I started playing in the streets. Like, I I, I was playing street ball. That's how, you know, I started playing when I was six. And then mm -hmm. I didn't start playing organized. I didn't start playing organized until I got to the United States and I started playing high school, like 15 years old. So before that, I was just playing in the streets. And I feel like, like today, like now I coach, like I coach like younger, like under 20, under 17 boys and girls. But like, I feel like... um. It's something that a lot of young players are missing today. You know, I feel like like one of the reasons why they complain so much about the refereeing and all that. And I feel like some of the youth is kind of like, you know, I don't want to say, it, but it's kind of soft yeah. because they're missing. They're missing that street ball aspect. You know what I exactly. mean? They're exactly. missing like you learn. You, you learn how to be tough. You learn how to play through, you know? Yes. When I was at Montville, it was the first time, you know, in French, we call that some deformation. Like mm -hmm. when you're playing with the other girls, mm -hmm. I mean, I was ready. Yeah. So when they are soft, I will be very, very strong mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're in the playground, you play hard. Yeah. You don't have the, the, the time to complain. You have to play. So why do you say I mean, this new generation mm -hmm. is more like, you know, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are not the real killers like yeah. both of y'all. Of course, you know? of course. Yeah, yeah, because we were I mean, outside. We were outside yes. playing all day. You all, know day I mean? was, all day, all day. These kids are worried about the highlights. They're worried about the little highlight tape sometimes, yes. you know, and, and they're not, you know. But, um, you know, that's some of them. Of course, we got, we, we still got great players today. I don't want to put all the yes. young 
all the young people, you know, out, but you know, it's just something, it's just an observation, you know, and, yeah. um, cause I know a lot of, a lot of players today, they grew up not playing in the streets at all. They start playing no. club when they're two, three, they start playing inside with a coach mm -hmm. and their whole career is like that. Like they don't, they don't go out to the, to the playground. So, you know, it's a little bit of a shame, I think. But um, the forest is not like that. Like when you finish the, the season after mm -hmm. that, you have the summer and during the summer you play every day. Every mm -hmm. day, every day. I mean, it's like that you stay in shape and it's like that, you know, you have fun too. So, yeah, no I mean, doubt, no doubt. it's like that. No doubt. It's the love of the game, man. So listen, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes you need that to, to get some energy back because sometimes, you know, the season get, gets long and, you know, yeah. it's a lot of, you know, a lot of coaching, a lot of repetition. And then when you go out to the court, you're more free, you know what I mean? In the playground. Yeah, exactly. So it replenishes you and it reminds you why you started playing in the first place. So yes. it's dope. It's dope. But listen, so as far as your professional career, man, I know you, you know, you've had a great career. You know, you've played yeah. um, here in France. You've played, you know, division, first division, second division. You, you played in the Euro League, all of that. But mm -hmm. I want to talk to you a little bit about playing for the national team. Uh, you played for, for the youth, like under 20, right? With, for the French national team under 20, right? Under 20, under 18 too. Okay, okay. And under 18, okay, yeah, yeah. And then, then you played, uh, how many years did you play for Mali? Uh, uh, almost five years. Almost five I years. Start, I, I, think, I think I started in 2017. Okay. Till today, so five, five years. Yeah. Wow, great, great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 so you played for Mali. So yeah. talk to me a little bit about that, man. That's, that's great, that's the greatest thing for, for a ball player to represent a country, you know. Um, I was talking to, to, you know, one of my best friends, who's my coach now, my boy Junior, who played for the uh, Central African national team, you know, and he was talking about how, you know, there's no other feeling like it. Like, you know, playing playing for a club is nice, playing for a university is cool, but, you know, you got I the mean, whole even country. If, <laughs> even if I'm trying to explain, mm. nobody can understand what you feel, what mm. that feel to wear the jersey and represent your country, represent mm -hmm. your family because you have your name behind. Yeah, no you doubt. against... And the first time uh, I played with the Mali national team, I played I played uh, in Mali. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had the chance to play in Mali first the first time in 2000, 2000, 2017, and then I played in 2019 uh, in Senegal. Mm. So I represent, you know, the first time I played on the, on the, my father country. Yeah. And the second time, my mother country. Yeah. So believe me, the <laughs> when I was on the court, I gave everything on the court. But you real. always, but you always wore the Mali jersey, right? Exactly. You couldn't because you, you know. So so tell me about that. How was it? Like, why did you why did you choose Mali over Senegal? Or what it's what happened? Simple. What's the process? That simple. My sister, she played for oh, eighteen eight eight years for Mali national team, and when okay. she stopped. I just I just came after her. Okay. You know, has a point guard too. Yeah. So for me, it was like natural. It was simple. You feel okay. me? But I have to be honest. Before she came with the national team, mm -hmm. uh, she tried to play with the Senegal. But she okay. has something on her knees. You know, she has an injury. She, she was injured, something like that. So Senegal okay. say, "I'm sorry. We can we can we can take you. You can." 
keep you on the team. She said, okay. And then after that, she, she, she came with the Mali national team. Wow. So I was like, I'm cool with that. I, I just want to play with, uh, for, for my country, you know? No and when I say yes to Mali national team, maybe two weeks after, Senegal called my sister for me. She said, I'm sorry, it's too late. She already wow. goes, you know, she already went with the Mali national team. So it's over. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's 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 dope, man. But I know there's a lot of, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done, you know, as far as, you know, the, the national teams and, you know, them not paying their players sometimes and, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. all types of crazy shit. So, yes, I know yes, it's not it, I, I know it's not always easy. Right? No, no, it was like it, I felt very hard every time I fight, 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 because, you know, first of all, we are African. Second of all, I'm a woman. Third of all, I'm black. Right. So, you know, nobody can, it's not everybody who can raise her voice mm -hmm. to, you know, to spread it to, or to speak like, uh, we want that because we deserve that. We want the money because we deserve that because we fight. We are the players, you know? Yeah. yeah and no as, a, as, as an African player, because, you know, I didn't grow up in Africa. Mm -hmm. So... I grew up in France and I know, you know, the law, I know the, I have some rights, so I don't give up. Sorry. I'm going to go. You can, you can if, curse. You can curse. You if, can curse. If I work, give me my money. Of course. You know? Yeah. 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 And I, I, in Africa, it's very hard for my teammates in Africa. It, it was very hard to, to speak out, Yeah. you know, because they, they scare because mm -hmm. they have only money, money national team, you know, to, yeah. to, to help their families yeah. or me. I mean, I don't care if I don't have the money national team, I have my core and I have my money, you know, so I can help. But for them, it was hard because, you know, they're scared. And they say, if I talk about my money, maybe they, they're going to cut me. And then they got to go stay. back home. They got to go back yeah, home and, and they got to deal nothing. with them. Yeah, they got to um, deal with them. I understand. Yeah, exactly. And this is the same. They need national team, the money national team to go out to play in Europe or mm. something like that to have yeah. the visa or something, you know, the passport. Yeah. So you know, they, they scare yeah. and uh, we are tired. So that's why in 2021, mm -hmm. I say stop. I say, no, yeah. respect our, our, our work, respect us. And then when the respect will be come back, maybe we can, we can talk and of course. it happened. So it's okay. That's dope, man. Yo, that's much respect for that, man. It's important. It's important for, right. for, for you to speak up. And especially as you say, you know, as a, as a black woman, You know, it's important mm. for you to speak up and for you to, to get what you deserve. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's necessary. So um, listen, I want I wanted to ask you one, one, one more question. Do you think if you I don't know if you did, I don't know if you did or not, but if you did or if you would have had the opportunity to, to play for France, would you have done that instead of playing for Mali? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no hesitation. Because why? Why? Tell me why. Because first of all, I have to be honest with you. With you. First of all, when I was younger, I mm. played with the under 18 and under 20. So mm. normally after that, you play. You the, go on to, yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, the big categories. But I don't have the choice, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to play. So if the team, if the French national team call me, of course, I will, I will go. And I, I rise and I, I born in France. So for yeah. me, it, it would be normal. Yeah, But it's not the case. So uh, when the Mali called me, I say yes. Yeah. No problem. But do you feel like 
like the impact. Well, I mean, it's double standard because I know that, you know, sometimes you don't have the best of relationships with the, with the, with the directors of the, of the athletic programs and everything back, back home in, in Mali and other countries. But do you feel like the impact that you have for the people mm. of your country is important that if you would have played for France, maybe you would, maybe you, you know, you, you, maybe you might not have had that impact that you could have had for, for your home country. Yeah. Oh yeah. I understand that. You know what I mean? Yes. But I mean, no, if I play, if I, if I played for the French national team, nobody gonna talk to me. Like I will be another girl who played, who mm. betrayed for them, the country. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, they will be like a little disappointing because my big sister play for Mali and me, I will choose like friends, but it's like that. Yeah. Okay, but okay. I understand you, man. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's always an interesting conversation because, you know, I we were talking with my with my boys about the whole Joel Embiid situation, right? You see what happened with Joel Embiid? Like, you know, he got his, his yeah. French nationality. He was thinking about playing for France. And then yeah. now he got like the American nationality. I don't know what he's we doing don't know. now. But, he's from Cameroon. You yeah, he's from Cameroon. France. But but there's a difference. Like you, at least you grew up in France. But I understand Joel Embiid doesn't have any family. He doesn't even have family in France. Oh. He didn't grow up in France. He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, I, I think, I think that's kind of weird for him to do. If he plays for France, like... I don't for really me, like it to tell you the truth. Like I understand no, because, my I understand my brothers and sisters from Cameroon who are mad. I understand them. Like I understand too. I understand too. But I have to be honest because you know me, mm. that's true. I rise and born in France. Yeah. But my father or yeah. my mother all are from or they come from Africa. Yeah. So I have, you know, a link. Yeah, of course. You know, with the country, my yeah, country. Yeah. yeah, of course. But Embiid. It's not the case. He has no and link with France. And second of all, I'm sorry, but the French national team, they don't need it. Yeah, MB, they don't. Like, they don't there are a lot yeah. of potential that they are, they are in France. We have enough of course. Yeah. players to play with the, the French national team. They yeah. don't need that. You know what? And he, what I say, what, what I'm saying for the men teams, for me, this is the same for the girls, for the women. I mean, okay, they, they, they signed Gabby Williams. Uh, and the other one, I, I forgot her name, but mm. Gabby Williams, she has her grandmother. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's French, but except that, she's American. Right, right, right. You're right. And when you saw, when you play, when you can, when you can see the players in France, we have enough, we have uh, enough talents to play. Of you course. have enough players to play for the French national team, so you don't need to bring the other people, the other players from uh, uh, other country to help France. We don't need that. I agree. I agree. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I do think that uh, it would be crazy if he went to France. Like, I mean, it would be a power squad because, you know, with him plus Rudy Gobert plus Wembanyama, like yeah. it's, it's going to be crazy down low. But I don't know. I, I don't think it's logical for him to do that. I don't no, think they don't need that. Sense. Yeah. For real. I feel you. So listen, let me ask you this, okay? Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, you played international, you played, yeah. you know, pro, you played street ball, you know what I'm saying? You played a lot, but when you're done playing, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. your career is over, 
you know what I'm saying? And you look back, maybe you're like 60 something, you know, I know you'll have many moments, but what do you think will be like one, one of your most, do you think some of your most memorable, memorable moments will be, do you think it will be more from, from the street ball? Will it be from, from the international games, um, your pro career? I will say, um, when I was younger, when I started to play basketball, mm -hmm. my first championship, like, um, maybe I had maybe 12 or 13 years old. Wow. And it was special because, uh -huh. you know, I'm from the hood in Paris. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And nobody, nobody gonna, you know, um, help us except, yeah. except my coach yourself. from, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. and except my coach who believed in us, you uh -huh, know. Uh -huh. And the first time I, I win a, a championship, mm. I was like, yeah, nobody wanna help us to have clothes or shoes, but mm. we win. So Everybody here. say, oh, they, they, they come from the hood. We mm. can do nothing with them. They mm. are so ratchet. Bad attitude. <laughs> like for real. Bad yeah, attitude. Bad at all that. Yeah, all that. But at the end of the day, we win. And we win like three times in a row. Mm. And I mean, this, this, I mean, the first time I was like, we can do it. You know, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Even if I start, I started on the bench, even if I was the little one, the mm. shy one. You know, somebody helped me to express myself to, to, he gave me, he gave me my change, my right. chance. I don't know how, come, how to say that, but he believed in me. Yeah. And I, after that, I mean, in my head, it was completely different. Yeah. At this moment, I say, I want to play basketball. I know I can do it. And yeah. I know it will be something special if I have to, if I, I, I succeed. Yeah in the sport you know you feel me he gave you he gave you confidence yeah he gave you he confidence. Gave me confidence he made you understand that you could do it for a living maybe yeah. you know for real yeah and my sister helped me too but of course i mean yeah back in the day it was very important it was the first time i did something no doubt. you know yeah. it was like me yeah it you boosted know? you it pushed you it gave you yeah it gave yeah. you some energy and for real, when I came to the practice with my sisters, because I call them sisters, they're yeah. not my teammates, yeah, they are my sisters. No doubt. <laughs> if you can see us like dancing on the street, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, we don't have a like we don't have a clothes to play basketball for real. Yeah, yeah you didn't have the one good of, uniforms, one of, the, the warm ups, no, all that. Yeah, yeah. I feel you know. Only blacks or Arab, uh, I call that Arabs, girls, mm. we play hard. We play only in defense. We just run. We don't have a shoes. So, you know, we, the, the, the coach trying to, 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 to find the shoes for us, to try to, try to, to find some clothes, to, to, to play basketball, everything mm. like that. So at the end of the day, I, I saw how I start and I saw how I, I finish. Yeah. And I mean finish with this championship it means a lot that's what no doubt, no doubt. Mm -hmm. i feel you i feel you for sure listen talk to me a little bit about i know you've had some some tough injuries you know over your career mm -hmm. right you tore yeah. your, your acl two times right tore... three times wow that's crazy and one in french we call that minisc but in maybe in english it's meniscus meniscus, meniscus. yeah 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 torn meniscus no, and oh man that's crazy so, yep. so, so talk to me a little bit about that. Talk to me about, you know, how you were able to bounce back. You know, did you ever, I know, I know it's tough physically, but also mentally, you know, and did you ever, 
did you ever think about stopping? Did you ever think about quitting and, you know, moving uh, on? The last, the last one mm. in my head, I was like, I don't know if I, I, I continue to play basketball or not mm. because I had 26 or 27 years old mm. and I was like the league one, I mean, what 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 the the the, the league one coaches gonna say to me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna you know resign a contract because right. you know one time two times but third times like it's a lot for a player. And when you play in league yeah. one, you have to be sure to be healthy. Of course, because, because there's a lot of competition. You know, girls are uh, just ready to to come in and take your spot quick. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, it was hard, but around me, I have my family, my friends. And they help me a lot. Mm-mm. And first of all, I have to be honest with you, like basketball is my life. So okay. I will never, never stop after injuries like that. Never. Okay. I have okay. too much respect and love for this game. So, I mean, no, it's not possible. I I, I, I can't quite like that. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, no doubt. I feel you. You have to, you have to finish yeah. on your own terms, right? At yes, peace with exactly. yourself. Yeah, I feel you. Finish good, but not like that. Mm-hmm. Not this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Do you want to? You want to? Do you want to finish when you could still go? When you still have a little bit in you, <laughs> or do you want to give it all and finish? Like you know, that's a good thing. Like, I mean, you know, some players. You see, some players mm-hmm. end their career like they're on the bench. You know, they almost yeah. don't play anymore, but they still they still um contribute to the team. Maybe like being more vocal with the players and everything. Yeah. But some players like to end on the court, and they still. You know they're still they're still like a star. They're still like one of the stars of the team. And then when mm-hmm. they leave, they're still on top. But they, yes. but, you know, but they still have a little bit of juice. But they they stop because they want to stay that way. Do you think yes. you want to end like that? Still on I'm top. I'm like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like that. That's why I'm like that for I sure. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, okay, dope. So listen, give me one thing. Give me one thing that basketball has taught you over the years that you can apply off the court. Something that that can that you can apply to life, you know, not just basketball. Um, it maybe for for people, if I say respect, mm-hmm, they respect, will see. Yeah. For for them, it for 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 them, it will, they they will say they will say that's normal. It's not mm-hmm. normal. Believe me, the respect yeah. is not normal for everybody. Yeah, I learn by my true 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 my um, education in my family, mm-hmm. but with basketball. Yeah. Because when I, back in the days, again, when I, I start basketball, you know, you're not on time. This is disrespectful. But at the yeah. beginning, you know, for me, it was like, hey, I have only five minutes. Leave me alone. Yeah. They say, no. Yeah. You're not alone, first of all. You have teammates. Yeah. I'm your coach. You have to respect that. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I was like, you leave me alone, you know. It's just five minutes, but, you know. And... In France, like African parents or in French, we, we, we like to say when you are African, we are always late. Yeah, it's the same everywhere. They call it color people time, you know, all yes. this bullshit. All this bullshit, yeah. And all that shit is bullshit. Yeah, of you course. Know, we're growing up with that. And for you, it's normal. Yeah. You know, in my family, I grew up with that. It For me, it was normal or not. When you go at work. When you mm-hmm. go at the club, when you go at sport, everywhere you have to respect the people around you. Of course, of course. You have to stay in the respect. Stop at this time. Yeah. You're not alone. You have to respect everybody. Yeah, no doubt. So 
every time, every time, every time. And when I argue with my, 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 my coach, you have to respect it. Yeah. You know, you have no respect between us. Like, he's not her your age, he's older. Yeah. You have to respect, this is your coach. And even even not, if you have a different opinion or on something or exactly. a different point of view, you still have to, exactly. have to respect each other. And me, I was so like um, in French, brutal. You know, I was so brutal. I don't brutal. know how you yeah, say brutal. It. Yes. Yeah. If I wasn't uh, agree with you, I'm uh -huh. gonna yell. I'm gonna you know, yeah, trying yeah. to 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 go on you over. You. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't good. So it wasn't you know, the education. Yeah. yeah, you have to to learn. For how sure. to grow in a, to grow and I mean the respect this is something I que nourri something that yeah something that you nourished over the years yes and, and it kept growing it kept growing and growing until today yeah because sure. believe me when you come from the hood it's difficult mm -hmm. you have you know when you 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 growing up with the African family mm -hmm. you have your education mm-hmm The things, the first thing is you have to respect your parents, your mm -hmm. your elders and your elders and things like that. Mm -hmm. When you're going in the hood, mm -hmm. you have the respect too, mm -hmm. because when the, the the one guys, he say go to the pharmacy or go to the, the the bakery or go to I don't know, take some weed or something like that. You don't say no. You take mm -hmm. the money, you go and you do mm -hmm. your, your stuff and you bring back. You know. Yeah. You, when you saw when you saw uh, uh, a mother with you know her bags carrying her bags you know, yeah carrying the bags you, you have, have to yeah yeah have yeah that's the part big those ones are the codes yeah yeah mm -hmm. exactly so mm -hmm. when you have when you are at work you have some code too mm -hmm, of course and I mean all all that it's respect yeah 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 no doubt oh. I, I understand I feel you and listen you know the the stereotype you know the the racist stereotype that is you know color people time and all this bullshit that's something that you know that exists everywhere like I told you but it's real bullshit because yeah. like you said like you said respect is really heavy in our families you know it's ancient African ancient African you know people like respect mm -hmm. is everything you know what I'm saying And so part of that respect is, of course, you know, if you is your word, if you have if, if given your word, if you say you're going to be at some place at your at, at some time, you respect that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You respect your word because that's what you 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 looked at someone in the eyes and you told them, listen, this is what we're going to do. So you do that and you respect that. Yeah, and that's that's part right. of our culture. That's part of our culture as black people, as African people is mm -hmm. respect. So, you know, the rest. Yes, but, um, but even for yourself, even for yourself. Of course. Like when I start basketball, I have to be, you know, I had what I had. I have to be at 100% because mm -hmm. I respect my teammates. I respect myself. Like sometimes for me, it was nothing. But, you know, you have the, the jersey, you have the shoes, you have everything. And sometimes mm -hmm. when you finish the practice, you have to take your, 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 your stuff and yeah. put on the bag to wash. Mm -hmm. Or you have the bottles, you mm -hmm. finish, you have to put them on the trash. Mm. All that is called respect. Respect your area, respect your space, respect yeah. your teammates. Every time, it's like that. So I can I can cheat. Yeah. I have to respect myself, so I have to give it 100% every time. For sure. So yeah, I mean the best word to for me is respect. Respect. I feel. Yeah. Okay, talk to me a little bit about your organization that you got going on back in Mali, right? You started off as a street ball team, I believe. And now you're working on to, you know, something 
something a little bit bigger. Talk to me a little bit about that. So, you know, after the national team, uh, even if I, I stopped, uh, I want to to help the young girls from Mali. You stopped, excuse, sorry, you stopped uh, playing for the national team, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that I was that playing. was your last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. After the World Cup uh, in 2022 in yeah. Australia, yeah. Uh, last summer, uh, I decided to stop. Okay. Uh, and uh, I just want to help the, the young girls. Yeah, because you know, uh, like me, I start playing basketball uh, on the street, mm -hmm. in the streets, and uh, I saw in Mali uh, some girls like me. Mm -hmm. So they start too, and I just want to help them. So um, with my sister, you know, mm -hmm. we work together. So Jana and me, we work together. Uh, we're trying to to find some sponsoring, uh, some money, okay. and help. Yeah. to to help uh, the 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 little girls like okay. like them so i'm i'm super excited like so how old, even, how old are these girls um like between 12 and 20 okay and it's in so, mali right in mali yeah in mali in mali so you know uh it's been like um 2 years now uh we we, we sent some clothes some shoes mm -hmm. and i try to to to, to bring a lot of stuff um, mm -hmm. like Monday the next Monday uh, I have meeting with Decathlon you know French yeah. brand well, yeah, um, to have some uh, shoes and and clothes nice so I'm very very happy because nice. we, we, we 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 try to 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 bring a lot of things for them okay. and uh, it's not done because you you have the the basketball part but we want to help them with my sister. We, have, we want to help them um, uh, with school. Okay. So it will be uh, it will be hard because we're trying to find a lot of uh, godfather and godmother to help mm -hmm. each. To sponsor, yeah. Yes, to, to help each girl. And we have maybe 20 girls. Yeah. So we, we're trying to, 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 to find some French and African godmother and godfather okay. for each because they, this is important because I have to be honest, me, when I was young, uh, it was hard to to do both school and basketball. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. my family, my father, he said basketball, that, that's great, but it's not all your life. Of course. Yeah, at, yeah. at the beginning, it was very hard to understand that because, you know, you, I love basketball, but, of course. you know, more uh, I'm getting old and more I see that. More you understand so it, yeah. we're trying to, to expand them you understand you're you're in africa it's very difficult it's not the same for us we're, we're growing up in france but mm -hmm. we can help you but we can help if i help you with basketball mm -hmm. i bring you stuff you have to be sure to go into a school you have to be sure yeah. to do your homework yeah it's like so, uh, back and forth I yeah no, that, i feel you so yeah. when you so when you help them with school, do you mean do you help them with like people that are gonna help tutor them, like help get extra help for for the for the assignments yes. and things like that? Okay, yeah. Yes, extra work or uh, sometimes we're gonna do some package. Uh huh. The idea is to have a package. Like inside, you uh -huh. you help uh, the, the the teenagers to with the hem or the homework. Yeah. You can give like two fifty euros. Uh huh. For the for the year. Yeah. And with the 250, uh -huh. she can buy a pair of shoes. Uh -huh. She can have uh, like underwear, tights, things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, bags, you know, backpack, things, you know, to help her. 
yeah, yeah, play things, basketball or things you that can, she needs yeah yeah yes or like books mm. things like that to, to help to help her so we're gonna see with the with jenna how we can fix that but after after your your video zoom i have a meeting at uh at 10 about nice. that so. nice nice okay. so you so you hear that all all the listeners man please holler at my sister over here and uh <laughs> you know if you can help out in any way you know it's much appreciated for sure um yeah so and i wanted to ask you also as far as the the street ball and everything how does it work do you organize like a tournament or do they play other teams yeah yeah yeah. i organize tournament so mm -hmm. the last tournament i organized it was like maybe three weeks ago in mali mm -hmm. and the next one it will be in 2023 mm -hmm. and this one it will be bigger we okay. want that nice so um with my sister, we're gonna, you know, looking for a head coach, ref, uh, people like that, and we're going to Mali for maybe two weeks. Okay. And during one weeks, the first week, uh, we're gonna um, meet meet uh, the parents. Nice. We're gonna meet uh, the girls, mm -hmm. uh, talking about the project because uh, you know it's something very very serious, and if uh. Uh, I take a you know a girl out the country. I want to be sure from the parents to the girls, everything is okay. Because you know this is a big responsibility, and mm -hmm. I mean, uh, give money is not enough. Uh, mm -hmm. We need to follow them uh, from the beginning until the end. So uh, many, <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility. So the first week it will be more you know speak out speak meet the people in the second one, uh, the tournament. That's it from the Sunday, from Monday to Sunday, uh, five on five, three on three, uh, shut around, uh, nice. play against uh, other club from Mali, you know, okay. um, things like that. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. So that's, that's in Bamako? Yes, it will be nice. in Mali. Nice. And I, I forgot. And... Uh, we need to go uh, to their school. Each mm. girl, we have mm. to go uh, at their school. Okay. Uh, introduce ourselves mm. and follow them. You know, at the end of the, uh, at the end of each trimester in France, we have you know the paper yeah. marks. Yeah, we need okay. that. Nice to follow every everybody. So you're really yeah yeah. So you're really following these girls. It's not like you're coming yeah. in doing some charity yeah. work and then you're like, okay, see you next year, goodbye. We don't want yeah. it. We yeah. don't. We don't want it. I feel it you. That's was, good. It was like that at the beginning because we just caught. So yeah. we play basketball and that's it. But mm. now we know the girls, we know a little bit their families. Yeah. And they trust us. They trust us. So we have to, you know, to help them yeah. best we can. That's dope, man. Much respect for that. That's dope. We need that. We need that. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna finish. We're gonna finish soon. But I want to ask you before we go, um, First of all, I want to thank you for your time. Yo, I want to thank you. Uh -huh. This has been a good interview, man. This has been dope, dope conversation. Thanks. But, um, no doubt. But listen, I wanted to ask you, you uh, do you watch do you watch a lot of basketball? I know you don't have a lot of time with everything yeah. that you got going on, but do you watch ball? Oh, like, yeah. Um, uh, Euro Cup and Euro League. Okay, that's but what more, you that's but... what you like watching more most is Euro League and Euro yes. Cup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you know, I play for Angers. Yeah. And this year they will be uh, they they are in Euro Cup and okay. I have one of my friends there. Yeah. So uh, I follow them. So do you do you enjoy watching uh, girls or, or or men men or women most? 
Uh, ah, women. You like watching women? Yes, I like women. Okay. Women basketball, I like them. But nope. it's more fun. It's more easier to watch women basketball because I know a lot yeah. of girls. Like, they're all my teammates or friends yeah. who yeah. play, who are okay. playing. So it, it's easy okay. to watch. And do you watch WNBA a little bit? Yeah. Fun. You like that? I don't want to lie. Um, I follow on social media. Okay. You know, but yeah, you follow to see and watch, on. no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I follow the WNBA page on Instagram. I understand what you or, mean, yeah. So you know yeah. a little bit of what's going on and everything, but you... Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So I can speak about the, the game because I, yeah. I saw the, you know, the highlights. Highlights, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, I, and I know some WNBA players because I play with, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I you follow them. them. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Oh, that's it. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy watching the WNBA. I enjoy watching. I I enjoy watching pretty much any basketball. You know, yeah. as 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 long as it's you know good basketball from a certain level up, it's good with me. I like you know I, I enjoy watching it. You know, we uh before we go, a couple couple last things. This is how we end. How we like to end the show. Um, okay. First of all, I think I feel like in today's world, you know, a lot of people are not getting the knowledge they need, right? They're not getting the knowledge they need. Like sometimes, even if you go to school, you know, you're getting a certain program, right? Even yeah. if you go to school, you're getting a certain program. They're trying to sometimes program you for their society or for their systems, you know? And I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people are not doing the knowledge and they're like, also they're, they're getting a lot of information from short clips Maybe, you mm -hmm. know, they're watching short clips on Instagram or short clips on YouTube and they think they know something. And yes. we're, we're getting we're getting away from books a lot. And I don't mm -hmm. I don't think that's good. I don't think that's beneficial for 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 our people, but for society in general also, you know. So mm -hmm. we like to recommend books over here a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if there's any book, any book that has, you know, maybe given you some wisdom, you know, throughout the years or any book that you'd like to share with the audience, you know, please. Mm -hmm. So the name of the books, it's Roots. Roots. Yeah. Yes. It's okay. about the slavery. Okay. Because back in the day, my family uh, are watching this TV show, okay. uh -huh. like this movie every Sunday. Uh -huh. And then after that, the books uh, coming out. Mm -hmm. And it's about slavery. Like Kunta Kinte, everybody know, know, know this yeah. name. You know that or yeah, not? Yeah, of course. Of course. And um, I mean, these books, I don't know why, this book, I don't know why, and this TV show, uh, like, um, it, hit it you. was something it, special for me. It touched you, yeah, it touched you, yeah. Yes, because it, it was like our story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no but doubt. Today, I just want to say this this book is very important too, because, you know, when you go to school, mm -hmm. nobody talking about the real, the, the, the real slavery. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They 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 gave uh, they they gave they water us it down. They water yes. it down. <laughs> they gave us all not bad informations. Yeah, and yeah. they they tr they tried to, to put on our head it was nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it was normal. Yeah, yeah. And it, believe me, if you go in France right now and you go into the um history class. Mm -hmm. You can be sure nobody gonna talk about slavery, yeah, or just a little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is very hard for me to to for sure. to to. You know, you understand, you learn, you you read a lot of bullshit. Mm -hmm. You don't need, I feel you know, 
But when you ask something about your story, mm -hmm. or when you, buy, you ask something about slavery, <laughs> you have nobody who can, you know, answer. Mm -hmm. Because they know what they did. Mm -hmm. They know that. Mm -hmm. So they, they, um, but this is the book you need to to read, or this is a TV show you can you can see on the internet and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I recommend that. And um, to 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 add to what you were talking about, you know, something that hurts a lot even more is that not only the schools here in France, but sometimes you see that you know the school curriculums mm. back in back in Africa, the school curriculums have been Europeanized a lot. A lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot yeah, of time. Yeah. And a lot of time they're not learning their history from their perspective, from an African center perspective, but they're learning the history from a European perspective. Yeah. And that's hurting us. That's hurting our people, you know? Yeah, because uh, we know, we know the truth, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but for the next generation, like for yeah. my nephews or yeah. their, their, their child, like, you know, the next uh, future generation, they will never, they, they will never know the real story because I mean, at this point, nobody gonna talk about slavery at school, at yeah. all. Yeah. So this is our uh, work. I don't we, know how you. Do, yeah, how we, you we, say we, we we have to make sure. I think, like you know, I ha I have two yeah. kids, right? I have two kids, so I make sure I tell my children a lot about our history from an from an you know yeah. from an African centered position. You know, I, I always tell them, you know, you're gonna learn a lot of stuff in school, but not everything is true. Everything they tell you exactly. in school is not gonna. Everything they tell you in school is not gonna be true. Don't think no. just because they tell you something in in school is true. You know, yes. you may you may have to learn it and you may have to write it down in a test, but it's mm. not necessarily the truth always. So we yeah. gotta, you know, we gotta teach our children and our nephews and 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 the little kids in our neighborhoods, you know, yeah. to you know, we gotta get back. I think it's important for us to get back to more of an African centered perspective. Exactly, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So on that note, I'm going to recommend The African Origin of Civilization from Sheikh Anta Diop. You know, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, this is, this is a serious, this is a serious book, you know, so that's, that's right in the, in the alignment of what we're talking about. So the, the, the African Origin of Civilization, please check, check that book out, everybody. Uh, this is some real good, real good stuff. Anything from Sheikh Anta Diop is good. It's good, yes. Yeah. Anything from Check Out the Up is good, but you know, this is a great book. So um that's it. Before before we go, please, 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 Tuti, um, tell tell the audience, tell them, tell them your how they can follow you on social media. You know, if yeah. you have a website, how they can get in touch, maybe, or write you for you know your 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 organization back in mm -hmm. Mali. Um, anything that you want to share with the audience. Or if you want to say any last words, all that is, it's all you. So um, my name in, in, on Instagram, Twitter, and all my social media, uh, it will be Pupex. Mm -hmm. So P-O-U-P-E-X-E, or you can write Tutti, T-O-U-T-Y. Mm -hmm. And on my bio in Instagram, you can help uh, the youngers from Mali. Uh, it was like, uh, this is the same, go found you know, to have money for them. And with this money, we can buy some some stuff for, for the girls. So mm -hmm. if you want to help, you can go on Instagram and you can click on the, the link. Yes. Voila. Please do. Please do help. Check it out. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have, no doubt, and I'm going to have all her info also on the description. So you can uh, make sure you go follow her on Instagram and uh, and check out what's going on. 
You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so that's that. Tuti, thank you very much. You know, Merci, it, was, it, was, it, it was a dope conversation. And uh, maybe hopefully we'll have you back on the show at some point. You know? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no so, problem. All right, yo. Thank you very much. Bye. Peace. Thanks. All right, all right, all right. Episode number 19. This was dope. Much respect. And thank you to Tuti Gondega. Like I said, an amazing ball player, amazing person. This was a dope episode. Please share it. Share it with your people. She had some wisdom, some knowledge, something to share with all ball players, and not just ball players, people who, who are for the culture, as we are here at, at Vital Hoops. So um, like I always say, please share, please subscribe. That's the way you can help us out. We're a podcast for the people, for the culture, and that's why we do this. But before we go, there are a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, first of all, um, I like to, you know, I like to talk about music. Just, just a little quick thing I want to talk about. Um, hip hop is alive and well as always, but I'm not talking about the industry. I'm talking about the culture. I'm talking about the underground scene. You know, I just want to say how much I've been enjoying this new track by Science of Life. Uh, stick to your ribs. You know what I mean? Please check that out if you enjoy hip-hop music, hip-hop culture, and or the plant-based lifestyle. You know what I mean? Science of life. Stick to your ribs. Much respect to Invisible Hands and John Robinson. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. So check that out. And um, one thing I do want to talk about, and this is important. Everybody, please listen up. I want to say I got my, my little, a little package from... Pharmacy for Life, you know what I mean? Pharmacy for Life, for those of you who don't know, this is uh, natural medicine, vitamins, herbs from the great Styles Pete and his wife. You know what I'm saying? Pharmacy for Life, check it out. Um, first hip-hop health store. So they're selling vitamins, minerals, all that. So I got my little thing over here. For those of you who are, who are watching, you can see my three little bottles. For those of you who are listening, get to youtube so you can check it out so i got over here my irish irish sea moss you know what i mean from pharmacy for life got the irish sea moss i got the black seed oil you know what i mean and i got the bcd formula the bcd right so the bcd is basically three vitamins you know what i mean it's b12 vitamin c and vitamin d right and obviously B12 is good for, for us plant-based people. You know what I mean? Vitamin C is always important because it helps it helps you absorb every other, you know, thing that you eat, such as protein and all that. And vitamin D is great because right now it's winter time. You know what I mean? So unless we're in the Caribbean or in Africa, uh, usually we need vitamin D throughout the winter a little bit, at least. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got the black seed oil over here which is great to get rid of mucus. You know what I mean? Black seed oil is really good for um, various skin condition. It helps lower blood sugar, cholesterol level. Uh, it, it, it can help with weight loss and uh, it protects brain health. You know what I mean? So black seed oil. And I got my sea moss, my Irish sea moss over here. You know what I'm saying? Now, for those of you who don't know, CMOS has 92 out of the 102 minerals that your body requires. 
it's extremely important, extremely good. A lot of times we worry about vitamins and we don't understand that minerals are key to the body. You know what I'm saying? So CMOS has minerals and um, it helps you build your immune system and uh, it helps with your digestive system as well. Uh, it's great. So listen, I'm going to be 100% honest, man. This This is dope. This is dope. I had just got out of COVID. I had just, you know, I had COVID not too long ago. I received these. I started taking them. Uh, and uh, I recovered real, real, real dope, real fast. You know, my my black seed oil helped me get rid of all that mucus that 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 COVID uh, left in my body. And, you know, Irish CMOS gives me that little boost in the morning, that BCD is key as well. So I've been feeling great, man. So I definitely recommend um, all of you checking out, you know what I mean, Pharmacy for Life you know uh check it out and support the cause man support the good brother styles p and uh this is dope man linking hip-hop and health like the 10th element for those of you who know or those of you who don't know health and wellness 10th element of hip-hop so this is really doing it you know what i'm saying instead of selling liquor and all this shit that's detrimental to our communities you know what i mean uh doing positive selling positive things things that are going to help our people such as vitamins minerals herbs fruits and vegetables, positive things. You know what I mean? So much respect again to Styles P and his and his queen. Uh, this is the Vital Hoops Podcast and we do it for the culture. Hopefully we'll see you soon on the next episode. We out. Peace. <laughs>